Hey everybody, welcome to a special episode of the Gimme the Loot podcast. So we wanted to split this episode out, break out the consequences of Moyle's actions. This also is going to contain the MVP episode. These are the after shows that we do that are typically reserved for Patreon supporters of the podcast, but I'm including it in this one. I'll explain why in just a second. It's going to contain a couple of things, and I just want to outline that real quick. Number one, the play audio from the remainder of the session after Moyle died, so you guys can hear that piece of it first. What happens after Moyle dies? It's not a ton. It's about 15, 20 minutes tops. Number two, I'm going to break in at that point and give a clear rundown of the lore and mechanic explanation of what the hell actually just happened in that play session. We talked about it off mic way the hell back in session three. So when we played through it in the game this time around, I don't think I was super, super crystal clear about it. So uh, after the game session audio wraps up, I'm going to jump back in and go, okay, here's the ABCs of what the hell just happened, the lore piece of it, and the actual game mechanics piece of it, and what are the implications for the guys going forward. Then we're going to jump right into the MVP session because there's some additional pieces to that, specifically about the consequences of Moyle's actions and what that means for him going forward, that I, I think you have to listen to all three pieces together for it to really make sense as a full product. So anyway, cool. So let's jump into it and find out exactly what happened to this Dragonborn. There is a keening drawing pull amongst the shards of the pentahedron. The electric tendrils start to draw themselves out of where your pentahedron shards are and start to extend towards Moyle's body, uh, carving through the air with a slight sizzle as they seem to be peeling back reality around them. Moyle's extends up from his chest out of his body and they wrap together into a large knot above him. Todd, give me a reason why Moyle shouldn't die. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I have to give you a... An in-character reason in character. why Moyle shouldn't die. What? I have, I have to... Oh, man. I got to speak on his behalf? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. His parents are rich. It would be a waste of... <laughs> oh, my God. That's where you go. Wow. Wow. This is very Todd. (laughs) Listen, listen, listen. Oh, no, no. He makes an amazing meat shield when you have to stand behind him. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. That is in character reason. No, no. That is a very Todd answer. That's an in character and a true reason that Todd would appreciate to still have Moyle here. That will lower the DC of this next role. Eldrin, give me a reason why Moyle shouldn't die. Eldrin knows that Moyle was being used by his mentor and Ralishas and everyone, and he feels pretty bad that he wasted his entire life being a puppet for other people. Eldrin's sincere pity for Moyle seems to have an impact. And with each one of these comments, the glow, the pulse of the tentahedron shard and the knot grows a little bit larger and starts to take shape above Moyle. Fate, give me a reason why Moyle shouldn't die. Fate doesn't want Moyle to die because Fate's now in pursuit of understanding the cosmic forces at play and Moyle's a centerpiece to that and he needs him for that information. Fate's self-serving quest for knowledge seems to have a positive impact as the pulse grows and this coiling mass of silver wire streaming between all of your bodies starts to take almost the, a humanoid shape. Baba, is there a reason why this guy who hit you with all this shit recently charmed you should live? So, Baba didn't... He, he's very, he was very upset with, with Moyo and didn't didn't think that they would be able to work together much longer without uh without baba doing something to him but when when the boulder came out of the water his natural instincts of protector kind of kicked in and he realized that even moyle's misguidedness is not a reason for someone to to die baba's honor seems to make a difference and these Silver strands begin to take the almost a humanoid, not almost, a flat out humanoid shape as they see, appear to be drawing together and forming something above Moyle. So 
Okay, it is fi- time to finally reveal what the special death rules are for the podcast, as we finally have reached the point where somebody has expired. So, reincarnation and resurrection do not exist in the world of Arnosia. When you expire, something happens to your spirit. You guys haven't explored that yet. The revivify spell, as we've established, will work because it manages to bring somebody back before their spirit passes into the over- afterlife. But you guys aren't normal. There is a multiversal force at play which binds you together. So in the event when somebody from the party of five dies, we will perform a ritual of some kind. This was a, uh, a basically a ritual of need. Why do each one of these characters need Moyle to still be there? Depending upon your answers, that will make the base number that's added to Moyle's next roll a little bit more. Now, the DC for the pentahedron multiversal summoning for the first one is 10. You guys each had a good point. So we're going to give a plus four to this roll and a natural plus one for Moyle making the roll for himself. So he's got to get a five or higher. I will tell you, this is the next time the DC goes up significantly higher. Each time. For Moyle or for just anyone? For anyone. This is, it starts off at a 10. The next time it will go to 15. The next time it will go to 20. The next time it will go to 25. Even if you succeed, you are not bringing Moyle back to life. You are pulling another Moyle from the multiverse and the Moyle that you know will inhabit this form. So Moyle, go ahead and give me a D20 roll. 16. 16. So with the bonus of 21. So with a shimmering explosion of light and life, the silver strands blow apart, blind, the, the, the bright shining light is there for a moment, and another Moyle stands in front of you. Now, what mechanically this means, Moyle, we, you've got two choices here and, and have to either pick a different class or a different race, one or the other. So you could either be a cleric or a dragonborn, something else, and retain your personality and, and everything, all your memories, you'll just be this Moyle and the body of another Moyle from another universe. Does uh, does the new Moyle retain memories? Yeah. So the yes. Either way, you're still you, right? Yeah. I mean, you can have a slightly different personality, but yes, for the for the purposes of not having to completely narrative narratively re-explain everything every single time, yes, you would retain your your memories. Does that mean you're truly the exact same Moyle? No. You may just be a different Moyle with the old Moyle's memories. This is something where you've got a little bit of leeway to to play it how you want to to see what this means to this character. So do, do you want to be the something other species, cleric of Rolishaws or Moyle the Dragonborn, monk, fighter, whatever? Boy, that's a lot of tough decisions. Let me brainstorm a little bit. Part of me, just because you said monk, wants me to take that just to rub it in Todd's face. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't getting heals from you anyway, so I, I, <laughs> maybe Kevin is the healer. Maybe that's the good best idea. Then we have no healer. Yeah, but now I'm gonna smack you over the head with my quarterstaff. Uh, would I change my alignment and my demeanor? And no, ooh. no. Again, that's you're still Moyle. You're just this Moyle in a bot. Like a, the body of another Moyle is pulled from across the multiverse. And push, you're pushed into your spirit, but there is a blending that happens there, and that's why you've got a little leeway from a character perspective. You can say that this Moyle retains all of your memories, but is now a lawful good Moyle. You okay. can say that, hey, this is 100% Moyle's mind in a, in a monk's body and just has all, can Jason Bourne monk style and just doesn't, and just loses the bond with Ralishas, or you can say, hey, this is the Moyle that never drank the potion and is now a, can, is able to channel the elemental powers of the planet. Could I roll for them? You, know, you want to leave it up to the dice? Oh, man. I think that's all right. What do you guys think? I like that idea. Like if it's like, like one through six or whatever, it's like, you know, to denote each one to like a race and another to... You don't change both. You either stay a cleric and change oh, race okay. or you stay a dragonborn and change class. Does he keep his tiny schmeckle? Uh, well, that remains to be seen. <laughs> I think th- I think that's the first thing that he would check. <laughs> if I die, if I die, does the uh, curse go away? I think that remains to be seen. I think that would be the first thing that he would check. I think Todd would be checking what? that. <laughs> what? No. Whoa. He wouldn't, he wouldn't give me the kiss, but... No. Uh, no. 
<laughs> so how about you roll a 1d3 in the roll 20 and we'll say the one you change your race the two you change your class or the three you go to the tempest cleric okay i like that did it go oh there it is one that's right so are you wanting to roll for that too or are you going to pick one because the the rules we discussed at the beginning you would get the opportunity to pick but if you want to just straight up roll it we can straight up roll it i think you should be a turtle because it's it's your shame <laughs> I would vote, yeah. I would vote that you switch to Tortle or That's even perhaps saying. Warforged. <laughs> I think Tortle would be hilarious. Warforged? Can't Warforged. You'd, you'd always have AC. You'd be in either one of those. Ooh, Warforged looks dope. Juggernaut mode? Iron Fists? This is, there's so much like, that's some Wu-Tang stuff in there. Shaw Brothers. Mechamoil. It's like the uh, Omega Metroid or whatever it's called from uh, Metroid Prime. Oh, there's an MF Doom looking one. you going with warforged sounds like a winner yeah looks good so as a warforged cleric Uh, i guess i could keep the voice i kind of want to change the voice a bit you can't you absolutely can okay Uh, again different body different voice um but are we keeping personality you want to roll for it guys no this i need a decision on (laughs) nah uh don't keep it fate no i was saying don't roll for it he was saying no don't roll i'm gonna go with the line i'm I'm asking the line judges personality a or nay yeah i guess so All right, so the wires reach out and make this humanoid shape that explodes in this glowing blast of light. And standing in front of you is a fucking mechamoil. He appears to be carved from like a blend of organic and inorganic materials. He's got metallic and stone plates rippling across his body. He's taller. He's more solid. And south of the border, he's as smooth as a Ken doll. Moyle emerges from the multiverse, reborn, (laughs) dickless in metal, (laughs) but alive. Wait, but there is a there is a screw in slot. No, no, you know you we heard it was smooth. Don't <laughs> you can you can add attachments. You just got to go to the shop to buy them. And that's where we'll end this session. So, what happens when one of the party of five members dies? We are playing in a game world that technically, and I know this is going to seem like splitting hairs in a second, does not have resurrection or reincarnation built into the existing divine or arcane magic tool set. Revivify is an option, but the in-lore explanation for that is once your spirit leaves your body and travels to the god spire where it resides, some force prevents it from ever returning back to your physical form. We haven't explained what that is yet, but it'll be coming up in a future episode. Revivify does work because it manages to snap the spirit back in before it makes that journey. So that's how death works for every other person on the planet. But the party of five are special. They have a extra dimensional shard embedded in their bodies, which link them together across the multiverse. It prevents them from being pulled apart, even on a spiritual level to a limited extent and with some weird side effects. What the hell does that mean? So when one of the guys dies, they are going to have to perform a ritual. The specifics of that ritual will be revealed depending upon which character died and the circumstances of how they died. But the guys won't know in advance and it will largely be an RP exercise focusing on the relationship between the survivor and the deceased's character. Todd does just a fantastic job of it and with Moyle. Uh, No, I'm sorry. Everybody else other than Todd does a fantastic job with it with Moyle. So the guys are going to have a role play moment, depending upon how well I judge that they did with that. It's going to give the deceased a bonus on their multiversal transfiguration role. The first DC for this role was a 10 because it was an easy one. And yes, I know this was a really easy one. Uh, It was very much a first one's free, then you start charging game design. But to be honest with you, I figured Harlan was going to get Todd killed way sooner than this. So I didn't want this first one to be too tough. And I'll explain why to that in just a minute. So stick a pen in that. So the first DC is 10, the second DC is 15, the third DC is 20, the fourth DC is 25, there is no fifth DC. So maximum number of potential character deaths without causing catastrophic consequences would be four. That's their hard limit. I know there's five of them, there's only four reboots. If they succeed on that role, 
They then have to make a choice as to whether or not they want to continue with that character as the same species or race or the same character class. They don't get to do both. They have to pick one or the other. Because from a lore standpoint, what's happening is the pentahedron shard is combining with the other shards to pull the spirit out of the deceased person, reach out into the multiverse, and find another alternate reality version of the person who just died, and pull the body for that person, just the body, into our reality to plug the deceased spirit into it. Now, in a situation where the player character opts to keep their class, but switch species, as Moyle did. They retain their memories. They can change their personality up a little bit. Obviously, they can change their voice up a little bit. They retain their proficiencies and their skills. For all intents and purposes, it's as if their brain was removed from one body and plugged into another. Now, if the person decides to switch classes but stay the same race, then things get a little bit more timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly when it comes to their personality. Because in that particular case, their spirit is being plugged into a body that has abilities and skills and proficiencies and possibly spells, or whatever the case is, already programmed into it and stored into it. But the previous owner's personality and spirit have been suppressed, wiped clean. Not really sure, but they are going to experience some side effects when they access those abilities as their spirit has to now integrate with another person's psyche in an interesting way. Whereas the body reboot was basically a hardware change, now we're legitimately doing a software change in a copy of the hardware. This analogy seemed a lot clearer when I started it. So there's going to be some interesting role-playing opportunities there. There's definitely some role-playing opportunities with the body swap as well. And I think you'll see that with Moyle, hopefully, now that he can't get drunk or get high anymore as, as Moyle. And there are some other lore consequences and pieces that will be revealed when we get into our next campaign session when the guys get back to Taliesin and engage with Ogden the first time. So there's some other pieces of it yet that I haven't really revealed to them that are real consequences to this happening from both a lore and statistical perspective that I don't want to reveal just quite yet because they don't know and I want to catch their reactions to it cold when they find out. All right, so going back to the mechanic real quick, they die, there's a ritual. If they succeed on the ritual... They have to swap their species or they have to swap their class. Well, what happens if they fail? And yes, I know, again, this this one was a pretty easy roll. The next one gets significantly harder, and these are meant to scale up with difficulty every single time. Because while I did kind of want this first one to be a little bit of a gimme, to be honest with you, I didn't want there to be zero stakes with this going forward. And I, you know, I created a situation where, hey, what happens if one of these five characters that are put in this very unique situation die? What are the consequences for that? Does the shard fly off Green Lantern ring style and embed in somebody else? And that's the new character that the person is playing. That just didn't feel right, really. Uh, Because if that was the case, why not just carve the shard out of you from the very beginning? I don't know. So um, I will tell you that won't happen. I will tell you that it will be ultimately a catastrophic if one of the guys fails their multiversal transmogrification role. I'm not joking when I say I've got a, a red folder that says Party of Five Causes the Apocalypse written on it. And there is a significant setting change and revealing exactly the whys and wherefores of that would be a big spoiler for a couple of episodes from now. So I'm not going to get into that particular piece of it yet. But understand there are real stakes with this. Moyle came back very quickly as a swampy robot. Next time it'll be a lot more challenging. And yes, I am very much building the encounters with the real possibility that they may not make it out alive. So uh, that is the game system nitty gritty of it. The lore piece that I can reveal up to this point of it. Hopefully that with these other two pieces of audio really kind of make it crystal clear and set the expectations. I really hope you guys will have some fun with what Andrew does with the change. I was a little bit worried at first that this first one was going to seem like such a quick turnaround on the character that it would seem like, oh, okay, there's no consequences for dying which I assure you is absolutely not the case. Um, And these guys just don't get a free res uh, a piece. 
Um, it is a sheared DC, so Moyle burned through their easy one, and it gets significantly harder from here. So I thought it was going to be Todd, but it was Moyle. Coming up after this is the MVP for the episode, which also jumps into a little bit more of Moyle's character reboot, so give that a listen. Stay tuned. There are three more episodes in this arc with a couple of big lore reveals tied to that. And then we're going to have a couple of special episodes out as we get ready for the next arc, specifically the Join the Party episode with Matt, Dave, and Lee, and a special in-world lore history session two-shot from Jazz as the DM, which I think is going to be really fun. And then we're right back at it with Baba's arc back in Taliesin, where you'll find out some of the other in-game consequences of Moyle's actions on the rest of the party. So not too long to wait to get those other Stadian lore bits fleshed out. But like I said, Ed, the guys aren't aware of them yet. Those are kind of a surprise and I want to hang on to those. So anyhow, thanks for listening, gang. Thanks for all your comments in the Discord about the passing and ultimate fate of Moyle Mossberg. And as always, hope you enjoyed the show. Hey guys, we're switching over to the MVP show. Was a big one. It was a big episode. We have our first character death and rebirth. I know, Andrew, we don't have you for a ton of time before you have to dip out. But this was, uh, yeah, this was the Skeins were successful in their mission in, in eliminating Moyo Mossberg. He is reborn through the power of the Pentahedron as a warforged version of himself, but still a cleric of Ralashaz. Andrew, can you stay for the actual MVP episode? Okay. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll stay. This, this yeah. is a big one. So before we get into the meat of the episode, let's go around the horn because you guys, like, man, next episode, uh, we're, we're going into Moyle's boss fight. We've got a sinking cottage. You guys are still in the elemental rings, which is fine. You guys will be able to power through that. There will just be a couple of layer actions to get through them. But some of you are in rough shape. But it is time to decide who the most valuable player of this episode was Todd. Make your case, man. Uh, it was a it was a shit show for everybody. It this was. Round. It, it was. <laughs> so I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna vote me. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I'm gonna make my case. I, I I I did some hitting. I did some attacking. I dodged a big boulder, and I also freed us from the boat that we did move. Got it. That's all I have. <laughs> That are, that's all I have. But I didn't die. I didn't miss a lot of attacks, Baba. Ooh. I didn't fail to Ooh. do any attacks, uh, fate. <laughs> and then, Jamie, you, uh, 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 not Jamie. Eldrin, you would have you stayed a good chance. I would have given it to you. But I didn't see you hang from the boat. So I can't give that to you. Oh, my God. There he goes. That's actually, that's a great point. Wow. Yeah, we're making in-character fucking analysis then on the... Uh, <laughs> that is brutal. That is <laughs> I thought about that while while uh, Jamie was making that attack. Wait, 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 wait. Y'all made, y'all made that announcement when I, when no one could see me do cool moves to the water, it was y'all made in-character analysis that said no one saw it. That's true. <laughs> that's true. It comes back to bite you in the ass. I don't that's true. That's true. Touche. Touche. There has been a president set. Okay, so Todd, unsurprisingly, votes for Todd. Uh, Moyle, uh, MVP uh, vote. I'm going to vote for Moyle as well. Even though Moyle died, he had a nat. And this, this might more be one for Andrew because he had a crit. Uh, annoyance roll against the DM. You did more damage to the party than the enemies. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's true. You, you killed definitely, definitely. <laughs> Your damage output was impressive. Uh, this this episode, unfortunately, not to the right people. Yeah, he's the only one I took damage from the second <laughs> session. He's the only one who hit me. But Todd yeah. deserved it. That's been coming for Todd for a long time. <laughs> All right, so uh eldrin so i would like to think that it, there was a world <laughs> that i hit the dude with my intent ensnaring strike and that i actually hit someone more than once on an attack but i did not so i will not vote for myself <laughs> yeah that, that's you you would have done that yeah instant mvp was, the, the thinking was right there so i it have was. to go with baba because baba saved our asses once again 
by not getting knocked off the boat and letting people die. He saved. Yeah, that was a big well, one. <laughs> he tried to save more. <laughs> exactly. But, tried. Yeah, he tried. So yeah, I give did. it to him because he yeah. put all the effort there and uh, kept us from dying. I will tell you there if that because that uh, fist of unbroken air knocks him back thirty feet, which is off the boat plus some into what is effectively quicksand at that point. So that's a bad fucking scene. And then that person can then turn and decimate Todd and then Tippy the Judge. Yeah, that's that role going differently. He wouldn't have decimated me. He would have decimated. <laughs> he would whoop your ass. I tell you what. Speaking of alternate universes where things go differently, the one where Baba crit fails that strength save is the TPK reality <laughs> because there that I could see the dominoes starting to fall at that point. But he clutch made it. So uh, fate, give me something. Uh, okay, so fate knows he can't vote for himself because he had a bunch of great ideas. <laughs> he had a bunch of great ideas, but you know none of them came to fruition. Magical house in the water was not one of them. For the record. For the record. I mean, so... No, what's not? Whoa, whoa, whoa. He just turned the boat into a houseboat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, let me summon a stone tower on top of our pontoon boat. That was the worst. Was so, my in my head, I was picturing, like, Legion of Doom house rising from the swamp, and Turner was like, no, no, you're just summoning a pout on top of the water, and it's gonna sink. And I'm like, come on, really? All right. Yeah, but, that motherfucker had rockets strapped to the bottom, dude. <laughs> Your tower. I thought it was. I thought it was hydraulics, and it just went up and down. The it's magic. No, no, it flew. Oh, did it? You, I never you saw just that. took magic and yeah. applied physics to it. Like, what are we doing? Anyways, <laughs> so it's a magical swamp, asshole. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I haven't been a whole lot of swamps that spit boulders at me either. Touche. <laughs> Touche. But no, so um, not voting for himself. Can't vote for Moyle because Moyle almost got us all killed. <laughs> what? Um, and killed himself. Got himself killed himself too. Can't vote for Tide because uh, it's Tide. Um, okay. <laughs> hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let's be perfectly clear. You can vote for. Okay. Is there anything that Todd in the grand scheme of the party? Did Todd perform above and beyond other party members? I mean, we know the answer is no in this particular case. <laughs> well, so, so we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I don't want it to be no because Todd is Todd. No okay, matter what I may right. make the Patreon polls look like. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. That's fair. Uh, so I would say I would vote for Todd because he did have decent damage output. However, there were other people that also had decent damage output similarly. Yeah. And they yeah. did more to keep others alive are also putting out said damage output. Not Moyle. So, I would give it to Eldrin because of the majestic as fuck aspect of it again, but nobody saw it as Todd brought up. Therefore, <laughs> I have to default back to Baba for being both damage dealer and protector of the party. Wait, wait. Baba told me, Holland, go over to that guy. Don't worry. No. I got him. And he whiffed on two straight hits and almost. <laughs> I am going to go back and edit in Highway to the Danger Zone when fucking Eldrin leans out of the boat because that was a very <laughs> oh. fucking. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, Harlan also crit that wolf that nobody saw he him have, kill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. He did. Indeed he did. He Harlan also did crit this this round. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dot, Dot had a crit out there. And it was a terrible yeah. one. But <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a shit damage roll. It absolutely was. It definitely was. It was a terrible but I, didn't whiff. I didn't get two ones back to back. That was I the only round I missed. That's true, man. But yeah. I'm just trying to say two ones back to back. Time out. We'd have all got TPK'd if it weren't for the fact that Baba was standing there giving disadvantage to the, uh to what's his face? Um not Twitchy. No, um they all missed. I mean, yeah, like y'all y'all started got with disadvantage. Over this one. Yeah, it worked. No, no, they no, started no, no. with disadvantage. Sure. No, no, no. Yes. When we got into the first part of the fight, there the first part of today's it's fight a, uh and baba hold that sand bubble shit by the way too because man that was that a motherfucker was that was jamie uh, yeah. 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 yeah 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 so anyways that's, that's fate, fate final well, answer he said baba he said baba but all right what you got i'm voting for myself i'm gonna tell you why <laughs> i killed <laughs> okay, i killed tell us i why. killed two of the of the three people who died, well, okay, the three enemies who died, <laughs> I killed two of them. Yeah. I did damage on the third one that died. 
You finished it up, Todd. The one that I told you you'd be okay was not the first person you killed. It was the second person. I told you to, yeah. after we killed that first person in the bottom of the boat to go over to fight the fire person, I was coming with you. Yeah, I killed him. Huh? No, you yeah. didn't kill the fire and person. You killed the, there, uh, the other person. No, I killed the guy. Th- I killed uh, Shahad. Correct. And then I told and you, then, go fight the fire person. And then when I went up there, you was like, I got you. And then you went up there and you quit No, one I did that on Shahaft. Times. Basically, that was on Shahaft. No, no, it wasn't. That was on Shahaft. I'm telling you, go back up there. Mm. It definitely was not on Shahaft. It was the first thing you did when you walked up there. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yes, it was after I ran over to, it was. It was <laughs> after <laughs> I killed him. Yeah. I was like, no, he's actually on it. But I still killed that person. Wait, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I killed that person though. If Turner decides to take, he said, hey, uh, who hit me? Was it Holland? And he said, yes. And then if Tyrannus goes, okay, I'm going after Holland, I'm dead. Yeah. But he made, he made the decision to go after you well, and then you saved your life. Because if he goes after me, to, you gave so, me the so, suggestion on, to go up there because you had so, my wait, back. Wait, uh, let, me, all right, well, let, me tell you, let me tell you what the in-character dis- thinking process was for that. They were pivoting to attack you because you would hit him. But then they realized yes. they saw Baba fucking spirit tank their compatriots. So they know that Baba is a threat from a crowd control standpoint and went to blast him off the boat to take him out of the equation at which point it's party mop-up time. Baba, there are the, like the key pivotal points in this combat didn't even happen this particular session. They happened when Baba tanked the fuck out of the tainted because that alters some of the battle strategies later that happened on this. Baba's presence in that engagement, Todd, whether it's fucking saved yeah. your life because, and- again, the move was get rid of this guy and then I can finish this and guy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If he gets rid of, if, wait, no. If he gets rid of Baba, he still does may not live. I still can come back and kill him the next round. There's no guarantee wait, that we wipe just because Baba's dead. Are you saying I don't deserve the MVP because of something that wait, wait, wait. didn't happen? But, 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 but back up. Oh, no, no. If I he mean, gets rid of Baba, Todd, he still can attack you three more times. Was it three? Yeah. Oh, then I'd have died. Well, no, yeah. Hands down, I'd have yeah. died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Saved Moyo from the guaranteed death. I also rolled a four on the environment check. (laughs) So did I. Damn. Damn. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I rolled a one and saved my own butt. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You you, uh, dodged a boulder. So. I'm tired of MV, I'm tired of MVP for him doing it because he made a better character than I did. <laughs> and he can do more <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm t- he's got 60, he's got 64 health points. He's got 64 and he uses them correctly. Yes, he does. But I'm tired of us giving it to him because he uses hey. his character the way everything I, was supposed to be used. I built my character to keep the newbies alive. <laughs> We all secretly wanted Moy dead. We all secretly wanted Moy dead. While I appreciate the figurative pounding of the oh, desk, my bad, my bad, pound my the bad. desk in my real bad. life, I have to, I have to my edit bad, that shit. My bad. I didn't realize I was doing it. Yeah, no, no, no. That's okay. I agree that, uh, yes, everybody did an equally shitty job. We did. Round, but there are a few standout moments that that's, saved all y'all's asses. That's true. That's not true. And they generally be, can be attributed to Baba. So um, I think I think Baba's already got the votes. Baba closes it out. A play of the game? Um, I would say definitely Eldrin. We did. For yeah, we the, gave me uh, play of the game on the for, one y'all couldn't da- see. Uh, yep. The yeah. danger zone. Well, so I think well danger- for resurrection. No. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Resurrection. It's multiversal transfiguration is what we're going to call it at the end of the day. So, um, so yeah, so that, I think we're playing play of the game in, uh, for Eldrin. So, uh, r- real quick guys, that, um, that's where we're at on the, uh, and I, we've, we've talked about this. You guys kind of knew what the, the rule was up front, but this is the first time. That has actually happened in the podcast. So uh, just to, to, to crystallize a little bit, if the guys die, um, they will be a ritual based off of how well they role play that moment, whether it's positive or negative. Um, it's how true to their character there was. I'm going to provide them with a bonus. All of them were very true to this character in this particular case. So they all got the plus one. But this will be the easiest it will ever be for you guys to come back. If you don't come back, there are world shattering consequences because of it it does not end the show but it will end that particular player's participation in the show uh for at least a couple of sessions 
uh, until we, you know, then somebody certainly would be welcome to come back potentially as a as another character. There is uh, there is no plot armor. There is a a plot device for bringing somebody back. Uh, and in this particular case, it got enacted. So the easiest one got burnt out by Moyle. I do like the fact that it happened on Moyle's arc. Um, I do like the fact that Moyle stayed a cleric. I do like the fact he ended up a Warforged. Thoughts, questions, comments on the life and death of Moyle Mossberg? I have a question. Yeah. What was the thought process behind that flying monk to shoot him to with two arrows? He has to come and leave because in order to get the bounty, he has to take Moyle away it was from a hell's heart I stab at the kind of scenario where, you know, this is the guy that he came out there to be with. Mm-hmm. His friends are dead. It's a fuck you shot. It's a dick move. Mm-hmm. It's a real dick move as a DM, which, but it's true to the situation. My brother doesn't even do that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will be straight up with you. There are very, very few instances where I would do it. I liked it though. This is one of them, uh, especially, especially when I was really hinting that you should go use your potion on Moyle prior to... No, I no one, I didn't get that because I, I got everything. I didn't know that I can just... Yes. If I gave him a potion while he's unconscious, he comes back to life. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think we've been in that situation before. Yes. I don't think, I don't think we've been in that situation before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that because I, I could have done that multiple times. I'm sitting there talking about giving a potion to myself. I would have definitely given it to him. We've done that before because you've been unconscious and someone gave you a potion. But more resurrected me. He actually gave me. Yeah, he I thought he, ga- he healed. Yeah, he healed me. Right. No, I gave you a potion. I'm pretty sure. We've definitely done that before. Yeah. From from unconscious. Yes. Yeah. At least once. Well, yeah, and none. But nobody else said anything, and we established the telepathic link was on. That I, that's what I yeah. was pushing for, and that's again because I because I talked about it like twice. I was like, uh, should I heal myself now? Should I heal myself? Now? <laughs> no one said. I thought I was foreshadowing that I was going to do the fucking ultimate DM dick move there, and was giving you the opportunity for somebody to bring Moyle for you to bring Moyle up, Todd. I definitely would have. I thought I might have had a chance on my turn. Or I would have said something. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had a potion. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to attack him. I would say yeah. it's not that I didn't think he was going to attack him because my actual I was hoping to be able to get the the tower up over Moyle before he did it. Before he did it. Yeah. Here's the thing too. I I knew, and here's the reason why I did it. Because again, ultimate DM dick move. I knew I wouldn't kill him. Kill him by doing it. That's what I liked about it. If I, very likely, if Moyle had had one <laughs> fail. I wouldn't have done it because it doesn't it give him the opportunity to fail. <laughs> well, it doesn't give him the opportunity yeah. to fail. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't serve the story that gave him that final. Okay. Here's the death save that fucking means something. And I'm still going to give Todd the chance to fucking play. Todd, here's the rub. Had you poured Moyle that portion, you would have gotten MVP. Yeah, there would be no denying oh. you MVP. I, no, I just, no, 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 you're right. It certainly seemed like it. <laughs> what there? I put in all that work while I was blinded. And it's not, it's not something that I would not, wouldn't do. Yeah. It's just that I didn't know I could it's, do it. Yeah. That's the thing. You didn't even ask. Like, hey man, could I go pour no. this potion on more? I did. Yeah, I didn't, I even, did. didn't even think about it. So uh, I, what did you end up doing on that turn even? Yeah. I, I freed the boat. <laughs> and I freed the boat. That's what I did. Because, oh no, wait, wait. Why is Anthony so offended at the fact of hardly possibly getting that MVP over him? Because he did do a lot of work. Because yeah. I'm like, what did... I did all that work and I was blinded. I had disadvantage the whole time. <laughs> I, I know, but if you if so if, I, for most if of the he fight. brings if he brings Moyle back to life from the brink of death, I don't think we can deny Todd MVP in that situation. But you know what? He didn't. So the streak goes on, <laughs> and and I think that's also probably the most conclusive argument why you can't get MVP this round, Todd. Yeah, it's not what you did; it's what you didn't do. Thinking you about know? yourself. Sometimes it's not the show. It's you take sometimes it's the shots you don't take you had the opportunity to get that last over jump on him and you missed it <laughs> it's not the notes you play in jazz it's the notes you don't play but it's not the potions <laughs> you drink it's the potions you don't give out <laughs> i deny you MVP. maybe i'm just saying that as a, a twist of the knife but um but maybe it's true uh I'm, I'm you know who knows any other questions about the death rules or anything what you guys are potentially looking at going forward on that Mm-mm. no i get it now so, so it's 10 for the next one or 15 Oh no, it's fifteen to start for the next one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's and but we can get help if we complete the ritual. Yeah, there will be a different a role playing a ritual to get you guys to get you guys help potentially. And Moyle can always stock or vivify. <laughs> so now it, here's the other thing. 
And this is another narrative reason. They got, that, as far as that guy is concerned, he, he Moyle is dead. All right, so he's going to fly back to the Mercantile Guild and report Moyle Mossberg is dead, and now Moyle is a robot. So you guys are at least, for the time being, safe from any potential foreskin fucking payback. Um, foreskin. So the the world doesn't just see Moyle as Moyle. Like, I, I didn't know if everything got rewritten and it's like we pulled him from the different universe and they still know him as Moyle? Remember, that doesn't apply to you guys. So the universe doesn't rewrite itself for you. So when the universe rewrites itself, you guys are accepted from it. So no, at this point, Moyle still has all his memories. He still has his personalities. He's just in another body, a war forged body. That's his natural mechanical mag- magic robot boy body. Would I be recognized uh, by my father or by? Th- Absolutely not. Well, we lost that money. Gundren probably you could talk through Gundren knowing you. This uh, this does change some things with Gundren, hmm. but there is no going back. Moyle will never be able to retain his original form. There's uh, short of somehow 38 play sessions from now, if somehow I dumbass out and give you guys a wish, <laughs> then under the effect of a wish spell, you guys might be able to, or if I reintroduce the deck of many things, let you guys take another swing at the deck of many things. That was the tarot cards, right? The extreme upper level of the of the power scale magic would only be the only remotely possible way that Moyle the Dragon Board would ever return. But I, I for one, welcome our new robot Moyle. Am <laughs> <laughs> really pleased, and and honestly, if it was going to happen, it happened in his arc. You know what I mean? Like, I it's shitty for one of you guys to uh, to die on somebody else's mission. <laughs> I like that it happened right before the final battle because it recontextualizes that fight a little bit, and we'll we'll do a little bit of role play on that as we kind of prep into that final battle, and then we will uh, get going. And I am extremely grateful that he is still a cleric because if you guys didn't have a regular going into this final battle, shit would be over super fast. Wait, wait, you know he doesn't heal us, right? Y'all going to have to have a real conversation about that. Yeah. He tried. <laughs> you know he doesn't heal us. He, he tried. He tried, remember? He was blind. He did throw the hammer and uh, whiffed. He definitely, he definitely yes. he, he did. Yeah, he did. He just rolled in that one. And he was going to cast Healing Word, too. He just couldn't see it. Yep, yeah, he couldn't yeah. see yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. He has healed you when it's critical. Yes. Yeah. You just want yeah. you just but, want to be healed when you've like lost five or ten points. That's the problem. Listen, if I if I if I don't take half damage, I get hit like I got hit with twenty four earlier in the, in the fight. I can just see Harlan doing the math now. I was like, man, if I just throw myself off a cliff, I can come back as a monk. <laughs> it's not guaranteed. Is the big thing to remember. No, no. I, I, a- I can see Todd doing that and being like, damn, because he gets snapped back to us. <laughs> I'd have to fall a mile down. I guess not yeah, happen. but after like 100 feet, you just come back to us. <laughs> or what is it now? A half a, it's like half a mile or a quarter mile now, right? Yeah. Yeah. That dist- and remember that distance keeps getting smaller. So cool. Guys, then, uh, does anybody else have any other questions, comments on the fight? Uh, anything that I missed or fucked up on the on the rule side of the thing? Line judge, did I step out of bounds at any point or miss any opportunities to kill you guys a little bit faster? There were definitely a couple of opportunities to kill us faster that I didn't speak. Oh up on. yeah, probably. Yeah, like like g- give me a for example. Um, I'm pretty sure like you realized later that your monks Jeff had multi attacks. Yeah, no, I realized that, but I realized it pretty quickly early on. Um, they hadn't done a ton of attacks up to the point. Yeah, but there were like there were like two or yeah, there was there was like two rounds, I think, where or not two rounds, two two characters that went that didn't do it. Yeah, the tainted, but the tainted used their turn to free. Mm. So I think there was just one attack where they didn't get uh they didn't get multi attack. Um and then there was one round that Tippy dedicated to to freeing themselves and movement. Yeah, had- um so you guys yeah, you guys got two rounds for free, basically. That was a good move on Jazz to do that whole person, but he broke out of it immediately. Well, he got, yeah, he got he got broken out of it by another <laughs> yeah. person. Yeah. So the the way the mercy monks have when they use their healing hand can cancel one status condition at a certain level. So yeah, I don't know if you specifically built these monks mm. to counter everything I could do, but fuck you. <laughs> no, 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 I did not. I th- wanted to do four cool monk build. Oh, first of all, I wanted to come up with four enemies so I could <laughs> make a foreskin joke when K- Moyle named his character Moyle Mossberg. 
and Moyle just eventually navigated his way into having a contract hit out on him very conveniently, which worked out well for me. I really like the Astral Monk and had hoped that they would get an opportunity to do more, but y'all just fucking shit all over. Shaft! <laughs> the one that actually did more damage to you, uh, I was kind of surprised by, was the uh, Way of the Four Elements Monk, which a lot of people say is a weaker monk build, but that's the one that had quite a bit of damage output on you guys this round, partially because they were a fire genasi on top of that, and that burning hands that they spit out that one time was actually... Oh, that's the one that beat the brakes off of Mo- uh, more. Oh. Yeah. And me. Yeah, that's the one that beat, beat Maul down. Yeah. The sharpshooter is a motherfucker, and... I rue the day that Eldrin gets that ability. Coming soon. <laughs> level eight. And you guys should rue what I will end up having to do to counter it. Do I uh, Do I come back as level seven? The only difference is go into your character sheet and change it to Warforged, pretty much. I'm actually level six. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're all six. In Dragon, Ball, in Dragon Ball Z, you know, if you go through something like that, you would level up. <laughs> You're not in Dragon Ball Z. In D and D, in the old uh, in the old days, you'd lose a point of constitution for coming back to life. Oof! In earlier editions, which was the kind of hard limit. And in fact, I think there was even a st- stat on resurrection failure. Like, if you had a low constitution, the spell might not even work. You had like a percentage of of fail, and then that your constitution went down every single time. So there was kind of a hard limit on how many times you could bring a character back overall. But um, yeah, you guys will be level seven at the end of this arc which is coming up very soon sam do i still speak draconic so can i add another one on top of that your same same memories same class same personality your voice can definitely be different uh your body is definitely different your the the what would change is um i just have to choose a skill and a tool Let's take a look at this real quick. So, Warforged traits. And I should have come back as a white dragon. Strength two, charisma one. So, your strength will go down by two. Your charisma will go down by one. Your constitution will go up by two. And one other ability score of your choice increases by one. Wisdom for uh, cleric reasons. Okay. So, you would you would make that ability change. Let's go ahead and your, you can figure out your size and weight. You do pick up the constructed resilience trait, which means you have advantage saving throws against being poisoned and are resistant to poison damage. You don't need to eat, drink, or breathe, which will be really disappointing to Moyle because that's going to fuck up his drug use uh, and uh, alcohol consumption. Ooh. It says you don't need to. It doesn't mean you can't. Mm, I'm going to say that you. it doesn't affect you anymore, buddy. Oh, no. And drugs are not uh, in there. <laughs> I'm going to say Moyle is officially mechanically and sober. Man, he's sober. That's funny. I would have gone with you have resistance to poison damage. That would have been the you can't do drugs. You have resistance to poison damage. <laughs> you don't need to eat or breathe. You are immune to disease. You don't need to sleep and magic can't put you to sleep. Basically, when you take a long rest, you must spend six hours in an inactive motionless state. Rather than sleeping, you basically go into hibernate mode. Uh, in this state, you appear inert, but you are not unconscious. You can see in here is normal, which means, yes, Moyle is watching you while you sleep. Oh, no. Um, your body has built-in defensive layers, so you automatically have a plus one to your armor class, and you basically absorb armor into your body. So here's the thing. The skill proficiency and tool proficiency, I will let you gain one, and uh, but if you do that, then let's see. Do I have to do athletics or perception because they're sailor-related? What about his tetrahedron ability? That's all the same. Yeah. So he still floats while he doesn't sleep? When he goes into inactive mode, yes, he starts floating away. Oh, boy. But he can see that he's floating away. Reboot. Correct, but he is inactive. (laughs) (laughs) So... It's a very out-of-body experience. He's very aware that he's floating away. (laughs) Is it like data dreaming or something? It's like a, a flying toaster bouncing around <laughs> with a Microsoft flying toaster yes. from early screensavers, basically. I miss that. If you lose Draconic as a language, then I will let you pick up the skill proficiencies. I don't know. It's just hard for me to justify the skill proficiencies, Moyle, because that is really more of an experiential thing. And you're not... I'm experienced. You heard my stories with the turtles. Again, in all seriousness, if you want to lose Draconic, uh, do you have any other... Yeah, that's really just the thing is if you lose Draconic. I should probably keep Draconic. Yeah. Because it's just the same character. Then you wouldn't pick up the additional proficiency or tool proficiency. I mean, I wouldn't have a tool anyways because I, unless I can bring them from the ether. 
where I resurrected from because I don't have anything. You have all the same equipment. It's just your physical body that has swapped in. What if I came back with bagpipes? Just weird, you know, it's like, but it's on the list. Like there's a playing card sack or a flute. Like the bagpipes I have? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, there's a preponderance of bagpipes in this podcast. There's the flaming bagpipes, then Baba's magic bagpipes. Uh, so no, three bagpipes are, uh, do not fulfill the rule of threes. No, dude, it's uh, it's just the stuff that you got. Um, I would say you can choose between being able to continue to speak Draconic or picking up the species proficiencies that come with it and the and the tool choice. No, you don't have a tool now, but you certainly could have some going forward. Well, just I think it does leave it how it is. So what does my hit point go up to then? Max? No. No, you have one hit point currently. Yeah, yeah. How does how does that how are his total hit points going to work? Because his does his his stat change go retroactively? Like because his con his con is higher now. Yeah. What is what does that do to your con bonus, Moyle? If he gets plus two, he's gonna go. He's gonna go at least one higher. Yeah. He's the same hit die, so it would add one. It would add one per level. So he would have six more hit points because you've changed to the Warforge. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you'll get some- minus one in charisma. That's the same. <laughs> oh no, we got to get him new character art. Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to reach out to Tane and get your character art redone. Actually, I was just about to say that. Yeah. Glad, glad we didn't make t-shirts. <laughs> I'm just gonna have him do a robot version of the Dragonborn face. I mean, you don't have to look like that if that's what you want. Don't want to. Can you can you put the MF Doom mask on it? Uh, no, I can't use other people's uh, trademark copyrights. No. But MF Doom used Doctor Doom's trademark. He used so a modified version of it, uh, and I so no, I'm not going to copy it. So no, so no. Then I think we're going to wrap this up, guys. Uh, as always, uh, we if you're hearing this, it's because well, you're one of our Patreon supporters, and we absolutely appreciate it. Welcome to a new robotic future with our robot Moyle. Thank you for joining us, and always hope you enjoyed the show. Peace.